Bad Family, a podcast for black sheep, bad kids, bad family. Let's get started. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hello. Hello. Um, I was on TikTok today, which I'm not normally, but I saw a couple of your TikToks. Um, and Nina seems to always be in matching pajamas. And I wanted to ask you where she gets matching pajamas. That seems like winning 2020. I don't know how to, where to get matching GME. <laughs> she loves buying matching pajamas she says that she likes to uh what did she say (laughs) wear an outfit to bed in case she meets anyone in her dreams (laughs) oh (laughs) that is so (laughs) darling i know i thought it was very funny (laughs) i thought you were gonna say wear an outfit fit to bed in case your house burns down and you have to run out in the middle of the night like I was thinking like very realistic <laughs> that too I'm sure that's another consideration uh I have a coworker who loves matching jammies or sweatsuits she calls them sets you know she's always getting a new set I, I don't know where people get sets so uh I'm down to hear the list of recommendations from Nina if you want to gather that for me. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll ask her. Lincoln, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Hey fam. Um Yeah, pretty relaxing weekend so far, except for my internet oh, going no. out. So trying to get that straight. When did it go out? Um, I don't know. Just like the internet stopped working, but we could still connect to like the router and everything. Um, so they're supposed to be sending a guy later today to take it a look. It cracked me up when we, you know, we pushed this recording later because Lincoln had an internet cable guy appointment and of course he didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I know that. I just think that's funny because that's so stereotypical. You know, you set an appointment between a window of time and your cable person will show up eight hours later, if not like a week later. Yeah. Well, you set the appointment, you confirm the appointment with that person, and then they show up. (laughs) I mean, it's also possible that based on all of the appointments they had before, to be fair, since I've never been a cable person, that, you know, each one could take the amount of time that it takes. And so if one takes like two hours, it can mess up all your whole appointments for the day, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's fair. So... That's tricky. Maybe it it would be helpful, actually, if they had, like, real-time notification. So your cable person could be, like, it could be, like, John John running 45 minutes behind. You know, they could just, like, check in to their appointments as they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is a million-dollar entrepreneurial idea, folks. A a check-in, some kind of, like, check-in app that these service-type professions could use to real-time notify their waiting customers. Now you're just giving your ideas away for free. I think it's a good idea to do that. I'm not really an action person. I'm just an idea person. So someone might as well take it and iterate. Fair enough. But if I see them working on our shoe size idea. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I would be really, really happy if someone took that shoe size idea and ran. 
afterwards I was thinking like I love the idea of people getting the shoes that they need especially if you you know for extended sizes like I don't personally feel super passionate about it which is rude (laughs) but I think it's because my my feet are not above extended sizes (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's a shame rude for me like if I was like a size 13 foot that company would be made you know I would be like (laughs) making some cute shoes that I could actually wear to weddings and events but um unfortunately I <laughs> you're like I'm covered <laughs> my feet are straight size and not only that you know it used to be really big to have a size 10 foot as a woman but as just humans in general keep gr- going growing going and growing <laughs> I feel like it's very very common now to have a size 10 foot like, I feel like the more and more babies who are born, they probably have a higher percentage of having size 10 women's feet than, you know, 20, 30 years ago. That could be Size true. 10 is, size 10 women is size 8 men, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So it's small so, feet for a man, yeah. but big feet for a woman, which uh, is rude, I guess. But <laughs> women, I guess, are typically smaller than men. Yeah. That makes sense. So anyway, um, for our Tell Us Apart segment today, total surprise, because we didn't talk about this before. Um, For our episode in in general, I want to talk about happiness and joy. But for our Tell Us Apart segment, I thought we could each share something that made us laugh in 2020. Or if we can't think of anything that made us laugh, you know, something that just makes you laugh or that you find humorous generally. good one right great idea. <laughs> that is a great idea <laughs> sorry i'm just contemplating well you guys think about it i always find um our family jokes to be really funny whether or not they're actually funny but two things i could think of that made me laugh in 2020 one was this tiktok video which is very much like mom's humor oh, it's like a, a surprise video where you're just seeing this um you hear this woman screaming for her husband where she's like ah, something's in the bathroom you know it's like a a squirrel or a fox or something in the bathroom and you see like the husband tromping up down the hallway going into the bathroom being like I don't know what you're talking about honey and then he opens like they have a separate toilet door and he like opens the toilet door and you see like this furry thing you know like jump right into the camera and he like shrieks Oh, I I, I laughed at that like 10 or 15 times. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but I could not <laughs> stop laughing at that. Oh, that video. That That's like my number two top TikTok video of 2020. And then the other thing that made me laugh that I wasn't expecting um, was that Netflix movie Holiday. I was expecting, you know, very low expectations for a holiday movie. I belly laughed like i was oh, laughing no. so hard watching that <laughs> matt was like uh everything okay in there <laughs> nina and i had to turn that off oh really i <laughs> we belly just, laughed i think within that. like five minutes we were like this is bad <laughs> we oh, like you know what i would say i would say if you can suspend your disbelief keep going on that one because it gets quite comical <laughs> <laughs> all right all right trust you yeah that one really made me laugh so what are your guys's things what's been uh, making you laugh this year or what makes you laugh in general oh man 
so many TikToks. <laughs> so many TikToks. I like <sighs> man. The there's a physics professor on TikTok who I think is so funny. Um describe why, because I don't know who you're talking about. I know, I know. I, this is the worst. There's not <sighs> I don't know how to describe it because he's not really doing any. He just is like being kind of. He makes a lot of memes with his TikToks and he's like using all of the popular sounds, but they're all about like being a. Like a dorky young college professor. And they're all funny to me. Huh. Well, this uh, is him that he's trying to make uh, science cool. I can think oh, of one other. Like- fans he has like millions of fans dang never heard of him uh what else what else was funny to you this year link (laughs) oh me updates yeah i'm still thinking um lately uh my buddy matt has been making me laugh because he has one of like the dumbest sense of humors of anyone. So I was hanging out with him and a couple other friends uh, yesterday at our place. Um, and he'll like, just with no context, interject something really stupid, but funny. So we were hanging out and then all of a sudden he said, uh, oh no. Soulja Boy didn't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Just stupid stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I love that. I think friends truly can, you know, or can be really funny and bring a lot of happiness. Um, I just thought of something. I often think things are funny that I'm not sure are actually funny because I have sort of a very literal, bizarro sense of humor. Um, but my boyfriend, Matt, is really funny. Um, and so if it's something that makes him laugh, it sort of gives me a gauge where I'm like, that's really funny. (laughs) And, um, we were both cracking up the other day because, um, some of my ex-Mormon friends were talking about, uh, how crazy Mormons in Utah have been right now because they are so anti-wearing masks. Like they're very, like their Republicanism is just shining through much more than their Mormonism. Jeez. And some of them were, like, criticizing Mormon church leaders, like, actually criticizing apostles, which, for someone not in Mormonism, that is, like, unheard of. But over them recommending that they wear masks, people were going crazy. And one of my friends screenshotted this, like, Facebook commenting from some lady I hadn't seen. But she was, like, I, she was, there were, I should have pulled up the actual text, but basically she was saying that she couldn't wear a mask because then people couldn't see the light of Jesus's countenance <laughs> on her face. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and that made us die laughing. She said, I would rather people risk contracting a deadly illness than miss the light of Christ in my eyes. Right? Well, I mean, it's comical for a lot of reasons. Like, you know, if you believe in that Jesus's light can't shine through your mask. (laughs) When Matt heard that, he was like, Allah is more powerful than Jesus. You know how many Muslims do not care about wearing masks? Allah's light. (laughs) 
but uh seriously it, it's just also bizarro because it's so it's like backdoor compliment if there ever was one my face reflects the light of christ you know like basically it's a brag in my mind yeah <laughs> and a very dumb reason for not um having common sense and wearing a mask well you've convinced me i'll never wear a mask again (laughs) (laughs) uh yes just the things they were saying were absolutely nuts about you know god being they were saying things like god is a social god and he wants us to like hug and and kiss and love one another and i was like what jesus come on you're stupid (laughs) just wear the mask wear the mask deadly pandemic why is everyone so stupid I don't know. But honestly, uh, it's like no one was giving a, an alternate opinion. If you live in a bubble where everyone feels the exact same way, like the comments were all like 100, you know, like heart, 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 preach it, sister. I feel exactly the same way. You know, all the comments were in support. So if you live in a bubble where everyone feels the exact same way, you don't feel like an outlier saying totally crazy stuff. You, you, right. Your crazy beliefs are reinforced in a vacuum. And the church like actively discourages critical thinking. Well, it's um, biting them in the butt now as the apostles are trying to convince the Mormon population to need to wear masks and they are revolting. They're like, we'd rather die. Literally. Literally. We'd rather die. I, someone actually said, my family has health and breathing problems that prevent us from being able to wear masks. <laughs> You're so stupid. That's being stupid. So that, you know, that is what it is. But I got a good laugh about the um, the reasons that they couldn't wear masks. Well, Soldier Boy didn't tell him. Soldier Boy did not tell him. <laughs> didn't tell him. <laughs> brother soldier boy what'd you say Lindsay? i said brother social soldier boy (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) so for like the heart of it today i thought we would talk about um happiness and joy i just thought it's nice talking about nice things right now but i was really thinking about this because um i saw something today oh no lauren our sister lauren posted something on instagram uh, her Instagram stories a couple of days ago, which was like a fake Time magazine cover, but it said like Man of the Year, Dogface 208. Who, for people who haven't seen that, he is like a viral longboarder from Idaho Falls, Idaho, who got really famous for this video he posted where he's riding his, I think it was a longboard, maybe it was a skateboard, where he, but he, anyway, he's skating and drinking ocean spray cranberry juice and he is singing along to Fleetwood Mac. Um, and it went viral. So many people just loved it. Um, and I loved that Lauren shared that because I think Dogface was the man of the year. He brought so much joy and happiness to so many people in 2020, me included. In a time where not much is going on, just seeing someone, you know, like living their best life, having a good time. Completely needed and delightful. And as I was reading more about it today, um, his story continues to go on. Apparently, after he went viral, lots of people found out that he 
um, wasn't in the best like living circumstances. Like he lived in a trailer with either one or both of his daughters, but it didn't have running water. And it was just like parked on his brother's yard and they would go in, you know, to like use the bathroom and to shower and stuff. And after he got viral, he started getting like lots of supports from his fans who started sending him money. And also apparently tons and tons of people started listening to Fleetwood Mac. They think like he introduced Fleetwood Mac to like a whole younger generation and and the Fleetwood Mac song Dreams like hit the top 10 after that video. And also he sold a ton of ocean spray cranberry juice. (laughs) So much so apparently that they sold out of like cran raspberry, which is the kind he was drinking. And Ocean Spray has, like, done really nice things for him since then. Like, they bought him a truck. They bought him, like, a brand new 2020 truck and apparently, like, sent him some, like, nice gifts so he and his, you know, girlfriend, now fiancé, can, like, go on a nice honeymoon. I just feel like this very nice, simplistic video of him riding his longboard where, like, nothing is going right. He said he was riding his longboard to work because his car broke down, but he's just like making the best of things and having a great time. Went viral and brought so many people so much joy and it changed his life. And that story just made me so happy. Yeah. Great video too. Such a great video. Uh, That just brought me a ton of happiness this year. Um, So what kind of things... I guess, have sparked joy or brought you guys happiness this year or just in general? Um, For me, something that has made me uh, feel more hopeful and uh, joyful this year has been um, like watching my friends pull together to um, not only to like go to protests and like make donations, but uh, to like get very involved in grassroots mutual aid organizing. Um, So a couple of my friends uh, have been like regularly every weekend cooking these massive meals um, to give out to our like unhoused neighbors in MacArthur Park. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and like they're donating, you know, lots of like clothes and tents and you know warm weather things and it's become like a very cool regular you know standing way of giving back to the community which is really cool and admirable oh yeah that's beautiful also I feel like nothing brings so much joy as being able to help others like just kindness to others yeah brings so much joy I heard uh my work is doing this thing the New York office where every day they have someone else a different member of the staff send out like a quote or some kind of like daily inspiration Um, and one day someone sent out this story where the story was like a teacher in a class had everyone you know had everyone blow up a balloon and they wrote their name on the balloon until the entire hallway was filled with balloons. And then, you know, they all got mixed up and then they gave them like two minutes and they said, 
you know, everyone go now, try to find your balloon among the hundreds of balloons and nobody could find theirs. Um, and then they did it again where they said, everyone pick up a balloon. And when you find that person, you know, whoever's name you have on their balloon, go give them their balloon. And like very quickly, everyone was able to get their balloon. And then the moral of that story was the teacher said, this is like happiness when you're more focused on others' happiness, on your neighbor's happiness, then everyone, you know, actually achieves happiness. Whereas if you're only focused on your personal happiness, nobody gets there. That's a really good point. You know what? I watched a TikTok this morning (laughs) that was about, um, it was like, sometimes methods of like Western mindfulness and um, meditation techniques are like rebranded from like ancient indigenous wisdom or like, you know, from other cultures. And this one particular TikTok was talking about how the Western technique of like breathing in, I don't know if maybe you've ever done this, but um, it's like you breathe in, uh like everything good and breathe out all of the negative influences in your life and that's you know positive enough but it comes from this like buddhist technique which is that you breathe in the sorrows of others and then you exhale like good intention toward them so it's like giving and taking and that that's even more powerful because um like nothing bad can happen to you when you're wishing well for other people. I like that thought. Yeah, that's a lovely sentiment. Uh, and I do really think it's meaningful to, you know, like bear one another's burdens. Yeah. Just like being able to see and acknowledge other people's hardship. Which in American culture, honestly, we're not very good at. We might see other people struggling, but we're not good at. Oh, no, we're terrible at it. Sharing, bearing, acknowledging, supporting. We're very good at like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like not actually meaningful. Yeah, We're just not good at at sharing the hard stuff. I think that's something we could definitely learn from other cultures. Yeah, and I think it's because... Uh, you know, so much of American culture is about like individualism and bootstrap ideology and like, um, you know, at the expense of a more communal, like, um, social, you know what I'm trying to get at, like communalism as yeah. opposed to. American exceptionalism, individualism. Um, we're all about what? like this cult of of wealth, and you should be able to do it all on your own. And that's just not. <laughs> I mean, the fruits are working. The fruits are evident, <laughs> especially this year, where every time you look at like the New York Times map of the world of COVID cases like America is like the darkest red you can get yeah well and again like to tie it <laughs> and it's back the, we had no combined federal response we had no caring for our neighbor above ourselves yes. yeah I mean it's a federal it's like a policy level thing and it's a deep 
American culture level thing. And I think that's a big reason why COVID is such a big problem in Utah, because Mormonism is like the peak American exceptionalism religion. (laughs) There couldn't be a more like powerful example I hadn't even thought of that, but what do you mean? Do you mean because it is an American-based religion, you know, with like a pioneering yes. history and spirit? Is that, is that Well, yeah, mean? I mean, it's sort of, it all feeds back into this like American mythos of like, we, this is the promised land. We are the promised people. Like we've built this whole, you know, Christian sort of like christian fan fiction like alt alternative christian doctrine where actually jesus is from america and you know joseph smith has rediscovered these you know incredible religious texts that are from america and america you know it's very much like america first and even the whole, I don't know. There are elements of it where now I'm wondering how much our listenership knows about Mormon doctrine, but it's just very Well, I mean, one thing that I think you got wrong is that Mormons don't believe Christ was from America, but they believe he visited America. Right, right. You're right. I meant right, like immediately after his crucifixion, he like first showed himself to like the indigenous people of America. Right. I'm conflating that with the um the Garden of Eden being in America. Well, yeah, Mormons believe the Garden of Eden was actually in Mississippi. Yeah. Is that right, Adam on Diamond? Something like that. But it is just. It's worth exploring. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. That's actually interesting, but you're right that it's a distinctly American religion. Another thing about um, individualism that I think 2020 American individualism that 2020 has highlighted, I think, um, is the loneliness in our social structures. Um, I can't remember if I listened to this on a podcast or read it somewhere, but it was talking about how valuable it can be to live in extended families. Uh, Oh, and I think it was about like architects who had built communes, which commune is like a very, people think of it as like, oh, it's so hippie, but like commune type structures where there could be separate family units, but you could have shared communal spaces whether that be like kitchen or like gardens or recreational activities and how much joy that brought people to be able to just be together and in terms of extended families how you know grandparents or younger kids you have you know support in your immediate family when you need it and how um, older people really enjoy that socialization and are happier when they're living in extended families than when they're living by themselves Um, and in these days specifically where millennials are delaying getting married and starting families there are just so many single person households where if we were living more in extended family units where possible or communal type situations with like groups of families um, I think people would be happier 
obviously that, you know, there's that communal issue with social distancing and COVID spread, but I also feel like everyone has a quarantine circle. So your extended family or, you know, family group could be, could have been your COVID circle in a more communal living situation. Yeah. So anyway, Lincoln, what about you? What's bringing you a happiness or joy this year? Um, I think this year I've gotten a lot of joy from uh, just being able to live with my partner Haley. And then also we adopted a kitty Petra this year who's very sweet. Um, although she's really bratty in the mornings. Um, <coughs> what does she do? Um, she's just really whiny when she wants attention or if she wants food. Um, and she'll like switch from being cuddly to super playful. Well, she's just little. I know she's little. He's a little cute. We'll try and let her run in the backyard to tuck her out, and then she's chill later that day. You have a backyard. Um, we have a backyard that really belongs to the upstairs. Um, but the girls who live there are really cool. Um, and they have some cats too. So we'll let our cat Petra go in the backyard sometimes to play with their cats. Oh, that's nice. That is cute. I've never heard of anyone letting their cat out to run. I've heard of people taking their cats on a walk, though. Yeah. Um, we tried putting a, like, leash on her, but she just flops down and plays with it. Boy. Aww, that's darling. <laughs> <laughs> that's darling. Yeah. Um, something else I was thinking about related to joy and happiness is um, just the concept that there is happiness in everyday life and in good and bad things. Like we can have bad things happen in our life and, you know, and happiness persists. You know, it may take time, but like, it always comes again and we can find happiness. And I was thinking about this related to two songs. Um, one is a Taylor <laughs> Swift song, which just came out in the new nice. Evermore album, Tay Tay Forever. Um, but she has the song Happiness and like one of the choruses, this is a song with multiple choruses um, and it's a song about divorce, but one of the choruses is there'll be happiness after you, but there was happiness because of you too. Both of these things can be true. There is happiness. Um, and I thought that was really lovely. Obviously I'm a divorced person. Um, so that the concept resonates with me, but I think it's really true that you, you know, whatever happens in your life, good times and bad times that happiness comes again. Um, and, you know, you can get to a point where I feel like even bad things having happened doesn't necessarily distort your um, memories of, you know, previous good times that you had. That's lovely. Yeah, another very similar sentiment um, in another song that was meaningful to me when I was getting divorced was the song Joy to You Baby by Josh Ritter. Um, And it's just a song in general about joy 
Um, but some of the chorus is joy to the city, joy to the streets, and joy to you, baby, wherever you sleep. And then um, the chorus that I think is really, or I guess the verse that I think is really meaningful is there's pain in whatever we stumble upon. If I never had met you, you couldn't have gone, but then I couldn't have met you. We couldn't have been, I guess it all adds up to joy in the end. And I felt like when I was listening to that song years and years and years after my divorce and like that just seemed like really beautiful sentiment and the song is actually about Josh Ritter getting over his own divorce and that was the first time like I really felt like true healing do you know what I mean like yeah. that was fine that's great that is really cool what a liberating so sentiment. I love it I think so too just like having trying to have a a positive attitude no matter what happens Um, in our lives and it can take time I don't think anyone would listen to that Josh Ritter song in the midst of getting divorced um, (laughs) and like the negative aspects and be feeling happy about it but I feel like years later is something you can really relate to yeah so I like that and that and I think that same sentiment follows through with me uh, related to Dogface just how he was like so happy able to see happiness in the everyday you know like nothing spectacular was really happening for him his car broke down he was just on his way to work but like it ended up being a really good moment and I feel like trying to take that approach in our lives where we're choosing to see the good you know like actively and sometimes I do feel like you have to actively reflect on or think about (laughs) you know what's good in your day or what might bring you joy or you'll miss it Um, but I feel like it's a really positive approach to take and can truly make you happier as a person I agree very good yeah kind of makes me think of like gratitude journaling which is a good practice but I don't do it often enough yeah, you got to find that old dog journal you used to have. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, I saw those, like, puppy-themed journals. Yeah. <laughs> gratitude in. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a good time to continue to be thinking about uh, gratitude. Especially right after Thanksgiving. But I do think being being grateful brings a lot of joy because it helps amplify the things in your life that already make you happy versus not being able to hear that because all you can think about are the things that are bringing you down, you know, Mm -hmm. or that you're struggling with. I really like the holidays though. Well, I was thinking about that because I remember when I was very religious at Christmas, just having this thought that, um, at least with Mormons on Sunday, like Sunday is like truly a day of reflection where you're supposed to be thinking about your week or you're like turning inward to the more spiritual. Um, And when I was very religious, I just had the thought that like Christmas or the holiday time is sort of like the Sunday for the year where you're just like stopping and and thinking about 
other people, you know, and sort of reflecting on your life. And it's a time of like real kindness and charity. Um, and even though I'm no longer religious, um, I still think that's a beautiful, beautiful notion, you know, that we take the, that the holiday is a time to point us toward more, not just inward, but I guess also outward reflection. Yeah. Yeah, I just finished up all of my Christmas cards. Um, oh yeah, I'm sending out Christmas cards this year. Um, Heck yeah, we didn't even do um, that. I'm sending a card to mom and dad, but I'm still working on the other um, presents. I'm oh yeah, getting... me too. <laughs> my secret Santa's I am not, uh, you know, perfectly up to date on but I did finish my Christmas cards and I was thinking about just how nice it is to like have a reason to sit down and like write a nice little note to the people I care about Mm -hmm. that is so sweet I haven't done Christmas cards in years and I probably should start again I stopped doing them when I was getting divorced because no one wants yeah. to be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no longer Quinn and I, you know. Although that seems kind of really you know? funny. <laughs> it's just, I just like immediate, when I dropped off the face of the earth, that, I mean, that was why I just stopped sending cards. I just stopped all the traditional things, but I've never gotten back in it. And I think another reason I never did is because then after that, I just always had boyfriends and I thought it seemed weird to be sending like a Christmas card with my boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Oh, well. So maybe it would just be for me, but it's just like a lot. Like I, but honestly, it would have been funny. I could have had like, you know, 10 years of Christmas cards with various boyfriends. <laughs> I think you should have done it. <laughs> That's very funny. Nina and I sent a couple of joint cards to like our mutual friends just because we didn't want to do, you know, why not? Why not? Yeah, I love that. I actually was trying to find cute pictures that we had taken this year to sort of like make um, a Christmas card. You know how you can just like sort of edit a Christmas card with photos online through, I don't know, the various sites. And I couldn't find any. I was like, wow, (laughs) 2020 was really shitty. We took absolutely no good pictures of anything. It's all just like. No, horrible, no, you're getting horrible. some regular box cards, <laughs> but <laughs> but with a fun message. Yeah, well, I love it. I can't wait to get mine. Yeah, drop them in the mail later. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty much all I've got. I just been feeling so. Honestly, I think the word is optimistic. I saw a card. I was trying to find a Christmas card to send to mom mm-hmm. and dad. We got two, I got hilarious holiday cards for Matt's parents. They're so easy to shop for. They're not religious. They're probably like atheist or agnostic or something. They're both lapsed Catholics. So they don't really, they love Christmas, obviously. Everyone loves Christmas. But um, I just found some really cute cards for them one was like celebrating winter solstice and another one was like baby jesus in the manger and it says something like it's my birthday (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was really cute but for mom and dad 
It's like every holiday card at all the local shops here in Brooklyn is sold out. I could not find a single cute holiday card. There were like 15 Hanukkah cards <laughs> and I cannot find, cannot find a holiday Hanukkah card. card. <laughs> I think that would be Maybe very funny. <laughs> so I was just frustrated I couldn't find a holiday card for them. But anyway... I forgot while I was on this rambling spiel. Um, as I was doing that, I saw this card in a store that was just like some cute oranges. And it was like, aren't you glad the year is over? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes, I am. So I'm feeling really optimistic about the future and about whatever 2021 brings. A vaccine. Um I think we just it just feels like we got got nowhere to go but up i'm feeling good about you know the things that have brought me joy in 2020 which was like our christmas tree in the window um lighting lots of candles i've been drinking a lot of tea which is really great lauren sent me some like apple Ooh. cinnamon tea and i bought these like glass mugs so you can see the tea in it which i don't know why it brings me a lot of joy but it just makes the tea you can see like the beautiful color of the tea in the glass mug that is a really intimate so that's bringing me joy i feel like this year has been so long and generally shitty i feel like to a lot of people that ending on a high note and looking forward to the new year is always um like a bright idea Yeah, I think so, too. I'm wishing everyone so much joy and positive things, you know, so much improved financial outlook, so many good jokes, so many beach trips, so much, you know, good family time, (laughs) if you want it, (laughs) in 2021. Um, Oh, (laughs) this is totally unrelated, but I want to share it because I think it was really funny. Um, did I tell you guys this, that my, a couple of my friends were saying how, um, our podcast showed up on their Spotify oh, yeah. end of your yeah. playlist, um, which I was like, yes, <laughs> you know, I was like really bummed about it. Um, but a couple of them were laughing and they were like, we wish your podcast came out every day. And I was like, we would <laughs> run out of things to talk about. And my friend Louise was like, in this episode, Coco demonstrates how to brush her teeth. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we definitely could never have a daily podcast. I just don't even know what our content would It would, would just be like chatting. It would just be chitty chatting. Welcome to the Bad sure. Family Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're going to walk you through all the steps to make a risotto. Dang. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Um, actually, there's a show about that. Are you watching that John Wilson no. show on HBO? What is that show? It's called How To with John Wilson, and there's a whole episode about how he's learning to make a risotto, and he is failing oh, spectacularly. But I think you and Nina would like that show. It's it's really, really thoughtful. Um, he's an incredibly weird guy, but I would say it's like a very philosophical uh fun show i've heard good things i'll have to 
lighthearted whimsy. That's probably how I would describe it. Weird, lighthearted whimsy about everyday All things right. in the world. I will. Watch it. All right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else you guys want to say about joy or happiness or um, things that made you laugh? Any recommendations you've got for our listeners? Hmm. Um, I would recommend the TikTok app. Um, and this podcast. <laughs> any recommends for you lincoln um if you like humor that's kind of cringy there's this interviewer called all gas no breaks um on instagram and youtube and he will like travel to just sort of the worst (laughs) conventions uh in the world to try to like interview crazy people um, but all of the interviews are super funny. Um, and he even interviewed Dogface, actually. Which I like. Yeah, he, oh, he, he uh, in his interview, I think he chases him down while he's, like, longboarding. <laughs> oh, I watched that today. I didn't realize that was him, because I've never heard of that show. But that is funny. And he is surprisingly fast. I thought it was Napoleon oh, Dynamite, actually. Them. I thought it was Napoleon Dynamite chasing him down. But yeah, that's my recommendation if you're into uh, sort of cringy humor. All right, I love it. Well, there you have it, folks. Things to bring you joy in the last uh, two and plus um, weeks of 2020 and beyond. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Smell you later.